0: Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage in, say it with me now,
1: sunny Santa Cruz, California. Man, yeah, it was a beautiful day out today, huh? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we have a uh, a pretty good-sized group here in the garage tonight. Yeah. Uh, I am Bagel hosting tonight are you first? really are you are you really bagel
2: <laughs> I really am hosting because you, you look like imposter bagel to me
0: <laughs>
1: no I'm the real bagel he's running okay. he's running the ship I'll tell you he oh, was genuine. So I nice. tell ya he had the most serious fucking look on his face because we're trying to get this board <laughs> oh, together <yeah. laughs> It looked like yeah, somebody stole his prison food and he was ready to stab somebody <laughs> it was that good but you know he's yeah.
2: he's so
0: adorable
1: I Even know.
2: even
0: when he's stressed out he's
2: just, got this little twinkle in with the his guy okay. alright
0: <laughs> alright who's next <laughs> ok Okay, so, and uh, in the garage today, we have Nock. Hey, how you guys doing? And Michael. M- Michael, greetings and salutations. <laughs> <laughs> what? And,
3: <laughs> wow.
0: That was so good.
3: <laughs> what and else we
0: have Mark. Uh, I always go for the dessert first. Oh, you <laughs> go for the dessert first? That's a good plan. <laughs> yeah. And next to me, we have Emma. Hello, darlings. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, and uh, a, a guest on the the uh, pretty girl couch. We have Stephanie.
4: Hi.
3: <laughs> Hi, and, everyone. <laughs> and
0: we have. Uh, Mustafa as well. I'm also on the couch too. the pretty girl. He,
3: he's a pretty girl too. Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll I, say. I've got to say, these are the best looking guests we've had in a long yeah. time. Yeah. Hey,
0: wait a second, no, over man. here. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm,
2: I'm not saying anything bad about you. But I mean, Mark, look at the oh. cut, the the fabulously turned out, fabulously. <laughs>
4: oh, it's geez. all relative, right? And don't smell too bad. Either. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see
0: that this whole thing. Yep. And then in the back we have uh, Evan. Good. Evening and Jeremy,
1: hello there. Hi, did we skip Mustafa?
0: No, 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 we oh, introduced gotta, Mustafa.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just yeah, we were, we were knock. We we're we were finding all over him. Get a grip, mate. <laughs> I'm peeking right now. I, like, so sure <laughs> 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 I, I think and appreciate <laughs> <laughs> dropped yeah. that. Acid earlier, They're kicking man. in. I know. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we got a lot done today. Yes, yeah. we did. So totally. Liza and Jim are at the Stockton <clears throat> go kart track learning how to drag pegs apparently or doing some kind of weird crazy they're at the, uh, the Kanakaya Superbike Coach School learning
5: how to cornering class so you saying they're different finally learning how to ride
1: <laughs> yeah, we could talk so much shit about them. They're not here. It's not okay. Here.
5: They're secretly taking the MSF course. They just. <laughs> didn't that.
3: That's what it is.
1: They're
5: it's getting their medial. licenses this whole time. <gasps> Finally getting that basic writer course to
0: get that yeah. license.
3: Yeah. Clock. What? What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, um, who was in charge of the garage today, Knock? Hold on.
3: <laughs>
6: I don't know, Emma.
1: <laughs> who was in charge? Oh. Wearing the captaincy in the garage and also getting the star of the day. <laughs> wearing the seat? <laughs> Captain C. Big oh. C. Oh. Sportsman. Yep. Um, is Emma. Thank you. Who is. Boss motherfucker of the yard. Yeah. We
5: got a lot. Holy today. Got a, oh yeah. shit. lot. Done.
2: God, we Tell cranked us.
5: some shit out today. Yeah. People uh, left with smiles on their faces. It was yeah. all crazy. Well, you know, it started off really badly. Yeah. Because. Well, you uh, got here early, yeah? I got here at 11 o'clock. Okay. And um, Jonathan Dalton
2: showed up real early with his BMW. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that, he loves that bike, but it is pissing oil all over the back um rotor and pads and it's from the seal on the uh on on the shaft drive oh wow Mm.
1: um so it's gear oil coming out of that yeah 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 yeah. it's it's
2: a terrible mess so we he ordered one the bike shop he ordered it from sent the wrong one yeah Mm. um so we got the whole thing dismantled and he pulls out these o-rings wait a a minute
1: that That, the ass end of that thing was apart, part that the the pumpkin was apart. No. Oh, okay. No, thank Christ. Okay. Um, but we're going to have to do it next week. Okay. So
2: he pulls out the O-rings and oh, shit, these are the wrong things. Mm-hmm. So um, I found him the part number for the correct seal. Yeah. Um, you know, I should have known because... I said, how much do those parts cost you, Jonathan? This was last week. And he said, oh, they're 20 bucks. And I thought, there's no way a shaft seal for a BMW is going to be 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. And I was right. It was 45. Mm. Ooh, so, what, are um, you going to copy or something? Or? Yeah. He, got yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, he got shafted. So he got
3: shafted. Ha, ha, ha. That's I see
2: weird. what you did there. <laughs> yeah.
3: So anyway, so that was
2: the start to the day it was the wrong part. Um, uh-huh. And so we had to button it all back up. But oh, we bummer. did an oil change on it. But then people started showing up. Uh-huh. And... Um, a lot of people showed up and we got a lot of stuff done today
1: yeah i came in with like and i see like at least two and a half bikes just with their tops off
5: <laughs> right you know the ninja I was mean, the half one
1: right? yeah i mean okay <laughs> let's go with a list here josiah uh, chasing for spark finding it losing it finding it losing it we What's found it you found wow. it
2: and that bike is running and God, it sounds friggin' awesome. Yeah. It lights up the neighborhood. And, yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Um, it's so what kinda, was it? What was it? It was just... A, I noticed you futzing around with that damn... Ele- con- oh, uh, that bike had switch. so many problems.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... You know, any bike that's been standing for 15, 16 years, especially in a damp environment... Yeah. We were chasing grounds. We were chasing um, electrical connections within the loom. I had to do a repair on a replacement ignition switch. But we finally got a spark. Um... And it runs. Okay. So that's that's my big prize because I've been messing around with that thing now.
1: How many hours we into that thing? <laughs> well, <laughs> combined have. with mine, right? Yeah. Like
5: how much? Like that's yeah. right.
1: This was Days. formerly your bike. You sold it to yes. him for X number of dollars, mm-hmm. and he's stoked that he has it. Well, you know, to but- be
2: to be fair, I mean, poor Evan. Um, your commitment was elsewhere with that bike because you yeah. were you were at a period in your life where you were spending a lot of time away traveling. Yeah, traveling. Other and so you just didn't have the time to devote to it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, um, Josiah. Yeah, we'll get
1: to your bike in a minute because that thing's cool. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah, jo, uh, Josiah took the reins. Okay. And got it for a good price. So thank you for that. Okay. And um, yeah, he's been kind of frustrated with it, but you know we get there in the end.
1: Yeah, he's gonna be when, a happy camper.
2: Yeah, he's when he rides that thing, oh, he's crap. gonna be like,
1: oh my god, those, and then, those are great uh, bikes. Uh, Rebecca.
2: Rebecca's rolling, which again nice. is a big prize for me. Yeah, excellent. Um, because for um, our listeners who don't know, she totaled her six fifty.
1: Is that thing total? totaled? I don't know.
2: I mean, she's kind of described it to me, and it sounds total to me. Is it? Is the bike on her
1: property with her friend, and all, will yes. the shit? Is that what it? She yeah, can't and bring I mean, that's
2: her. basically everything yeah. on the front end is just ruined. Okay. Wow. Uh, and it's on a bike a of that value, I mean, it's two thousand
1: dollar bike. Do you so, know if she's yeah. gonna do the insurance thing, or what's I the don't know. What okay. does somebody do um, in that situation? But, yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't know. She hit somebody or something? She hit somebody. Uh,
2: okay. She let, um, you know, it's uh, uh, Motorcycles are Misfits Top Tip. You know, stay on the ball. Keep your concentration going. Don't hit things. Yeah, exactly. Don't write into shit. You won't win. You might get hurt, <laughs> and uh, you might totally
6: break. Yeah. Uh, sometimes she... I hit apexes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: Damn! Oh. Damn, son!
1: Wow! <laughs> Just wa-
2: you know, Mike's on fire
1: tonight. He's on fire. Look at He's on fire. Tonight. And he's and in the like corner too. He's so is hot. He's wearing that uh, leather suit right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can. That's I can what's smell up. the
2: chafing. No, <laughs> That's not Chase <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. So, um, no. So Rebecca's down the road. She's yeah. riding, yeah. Um, and I was listening to that bike. We got it running. It's oh, it's running like a three-legged horse. It was terrible. Um, yeah. So I had a. I had a Fiddle about with a carburetor. And that has got a very lean carburetor on it. And mm-hmm. they put an accelerator pump. It's a pumper carburetor. Really? This yeah. Carb- <laughs> it's got a pumper carb. It's got Rebel 250s and Nighthawk 250s. It's got pumper carbs That's on them. That's hilarious. But they do it for a different reason. If you right. have a pumper on a DRZ yeah. or an XR650, it's to give you more power. Mm-hmm. They put a pumper on those things. To make because it run. They can put tiny, <laughs> tiny carburetors on them yeah. that are really more suitable for a 125 and put right. it on a 250. So it gets super amount to the gallon. Yeah. But, of course, when you open it up and give it the beans, there's just not enough air and fuel going in. So they, they put a little accelerator pump on it. Yeah, so the, and the
1: thing what, goes on at like half throttle or something. Yeah,
2: exactly. And yeah. it wasn't working right, so I just I squirted a little bit of lube on it and got it. Cool. So, and so she's down the road. She rode home. A little she's diddling. A little diddling. Okay. So we've got the Kawasaki 250. We've got Rebecca. Yeah, um, Kawasaki 500. Yes, the Kawasaki 500,
1: and... um Uh, uh, Dave. Yes. Came with the forks today. Dave Hmm. came with the forks, and we did one. We did one, and... uh, (laughs) And who gets the bonehead of the... I get the the bonehead (laughs) of the fucking day award. (laughs) Oh, no. Because, first of all, these are super basic, like, damp rod forks, which I've never touched in a while, but it doesn't matter. I I fucked up. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Uh <laughs> there were, no hi, I'm not.
2: <laughs> not there were beads of sweat on my forehead
1: as well because yeah. I'm like Ooh. Well, okay, you were running around scrambling, and I'm trying to call you over because I thought I fucked something up, and I did. No, you I, did. I, 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 I did. you know, there's no. I, I about actually did mate. it twice too. I did it fucking twice. Um, we were taking the forks. What <laughs> you do with any good mistake, right? Yeah, we, we took the forks apart. We got that done. And what happens was there's a secondary bushing that goes. Well, can on you
2: that- can you please make it clear that the "we" you are referring to we's does me. not
1: include me? No, no, we's me. <laughs> yeah, that's you. We's me. me. And David. That w upside down into an M as me. (laughs) Uh, Anyways The forks have two sets of bushings One uh, attached to the fork And the one that goes around and outside of it And the outside bushing Sits in this little Machined out receiving area Of the bottom fork leg Is that called a scraper by the way? No it's not This is an outer fork bushing I think after the mess knock made of it You can call it a scraper (laughs) now (laughs) I had to scrape it with a file Oh Um uh, here's another thing i'm just gonna blame tools because that's what i do yeah okay <laughs> we didn't, we don't have an actual proper fork seal driver we had a very fabulous nice one that was like self-adjusting and all this crazy bullshit now it's not here i don't know where the fuck it went it's gone baby but um anyways we're trying to get this um bushing into the uh into the air the re- receiving area but we can't we don't have the driver so i'm sitting here trying to hey, tap can you do it that with your hands a little bit more D- that's very D- exciting from back then <laughs> <laughs> oh. i try I, tap, I try to tap this fork bushing in this in a in a, a tap it home and um it was i thought it was taking too long so i'm like man this is mm-hmm. taking too long i got impatient so i popped it out and for some stupid idiot reason, I thought I could put the fork bushing and then the fork tube after it, which you can't because the inner fork bushing is actually bigger than the outer fork bushing. And the irony is, Nock, yeah. back in the
2: 70s, and you know, you know, I always go on about 70s, because sure. like, that's where my head's at. Yeah. But back at, that's how they were. Yeah. Okay, You know, back in the 70s, and I know Phil from Cleveland's going to be listening now, and he's going to yeah. you yeah. Know, <laughs> My because asshole. He's going to give me right in the asshole. <laughs> so, you 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 take the bolt out, the yeah. bottom, that mm-hmm. little Allen bolt, and the forks just come apart. You yeah. don't have to use them like a slide hammer. Right. They come apart, and then you prise out the oil seal, yeah. and then the seal comes out in the washer and the top bush, and you yeah. clean everything up, and put it all back in, and then slide the fork tube back into the, and that's how they were back then. Yeah, But the 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 fatal flaw of that design is the bottom bush was kind of the fork leg itself right so when it started to wear you threw the whole fork leg away right. so Japan thought we can come up with a better idea we can come
1: and up they with- did they didn't so, make it not proof though so yeah <laughs> they,
2: they, they put a separate bottom bush on the fork tube yeah. and so now you had to use them like a slide hammer to get them apart and then yeah. use a fork drive to get them back in yeah Um. It's actually a lot better design, but as Absolutely. you quite rightly pointed it out, it's not knock proof. There yeah. is very little on this planet that is actually knock-proof. This is
1: true. Yeah. Including, including knock. I know how to fuck up. My fuck up good, baby. <laughs> but anyways, I got this <laughs> fucking you pushing put it in, in there. I first got it in there cockeyed. I'm like, hey, <laughs> and she pops it out with a screwdriver. And I go, well, hey, well, maybe I should like use a fucking uh, a socket to, you know, drive it in there nice and even. I'm driving it in like, like about a quarter of the way in, I'm going wait, 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 wait. The fork tube has to go in first, and I go Emma, and now you... she's she's like fucking with like 15 other things. I'm like, hey, I think I totally fucked this up. I think I need a blind bearing puller to get this. I She's all like, now shut up, you fucking idiot. She takes the screwdriver and she pops the goddamn uh, uh, uh bushing out. And I'm like, all right, okay, let's let's just put it back together. Let's take a little breather, and we'll just tap it, tap the bushing in there very carefully with an Allen and and a ring but the important thing okay. you nailed it in the end I, I mean, got it it was just I've done it before it's just been so yeah. long you know it's David so rode stupid. out of here
2: and he'd ridden out of here with two forks done but yeah. he only brought enough fork oil for one, one fork yeah. <laughs> oh no so yeah. um,
1: he only got one done but you it was one the done. leaky one yeah it was. Yeah. we fixed the leaky one and he said
5: it was good so yeah
1: yeah. So, uh, moral of the story is, don't let me do your fucking forks. Um. Mm.
5: <laughs> what am I going to do next weekend? Yeah. You're the right
3: tool for the
1: job, man. Yeah. And there seem
2: to be a lot of other. Th- oh, KLR 650.
5: What else is going on? There
2: was a KLR 650 that had an overheating problem. And oh, I, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. And it yeah. was it was a newer bike, and I figured out the fan wasn't kicking on.
1: Yeah, he was telling me it was a fuse issue. It, it was, was a, a funny oddball fuse issue. It was an oddball
2: fuse issue because you know the KLR six hundred and fifty is an odd is an odd duck. And before anybody sort of throws their hands up and howls foul at me, I like them. Yeah. But the thing you have to understand about the KLR six hundred and fifty it's a nineteen eighties bike. There's a there's a lot in common with that bike. And Liza's Concourse. Mm-hmm. It's an 80s bike that's dressed up in 2007, 2008 clothes. Yes, rehashed. And as it got more sophisticated over the years, rather than redesign things, they just added shit on. So it's got this weird inline fuse for the fan that's stuck behind the expansion tank.
1: So it's in line oh, with the fan man. it's
2: not in the fuse box it's not in the fuse box it's <laughs> on its own and it, so as you sit on the KLR 650 you got the gas tank and on the left hand side you got the radiator yeah and on the right hand side you got the expansion tank and there's these plastic curls that go around them so you take the plastic curls off and then there's this goofy little inline fuse so you flip the clamshell open it's got a plastic clamshell yeah and you have a look at the fuse now yeah, the fuse is okay and the thing still isn't working. So now you get the multitester on the fuse, and it's like, guess what? The fuse isn't working. Hmm. So I stole the fuse from elsewhere on the bike from the fuse box, the out. spare, try it out, boom. Works, fine. Works just fine. And Excellent. that was the end of that overheating problem. So nice. that was a that was a good... And he was kind of tripped out by the whole thing, because I'm sort of here and here and here and here and here. and. Okay. Um, yeah, he just got Ooh. a... You know, I'm not frightened by electrics as a lot of people are, and you know the the guy who taught me electrics, which is forty years ago now, he said, think of electrics like um, railroad mm-hmm. and like a marshalling yard on a railroad. So your electrical currents are train, and You're going to send it through um, a set of points. Do you you Americans call them points? Switch points, yeah. Switch points. You're going to send it through a set of switch points to a different destination, Mm -hmm. and those are your switches. So when you think about it like that, when you get the visual of the electrical current being a train running down this imaginary track... yeah. you can kind of follow it through but i tell you what that kawasaki 500 was driving me nuts
1: yeah because exactly. it was going
2: down one track back another right i had been all, all over fucking america I, with uh, that thing
1: i like to see it as this rube goldberg machine powered by magic <laughs> so i'm just gonna leave it the, like that there is a lot of magic in here yeah, there's a lot of smoke magic smoke in there elastic trickery yeah don't let it out evan <laughs> what's up We saw you roll up in a nice new... Evans Garden. A a nice brand new
5: 1982. Yeah, Dude, that shit looks great. What did you get? You got a new bike, buddy? I did. So I I, uh, was looking for a bike to get, and I thought, you know what? It's time to stop paying like 300 bucks for a bike, and then getting (laughs) frustrated when that bike doesn't work perfectly. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) I went ahead and and, uh, spent a little bit more and got something that runs, works, looks nice, and uh, makes me kind of happy to own it. So, yeah, you got one of those sort of
2: goofy, underpowered V-twin Ascots, right? Not a V-twin. Single cylinder. Right. You got the proper Ascot. <laughs> no. because Well, no, because the Ascot lent itself to two bikes. Right. And the second bike that carried the Ascot name was that wheezy,
5: anemic V-twin. And I rode one, actually, on my search. And which, they're okay. Oh, and, it, you know, I took off down the street and was instantly underwhelmed. I was very, like, mediumly impressed by it. But
2: people have forgotten
5: that the first bike that carried the ascot name was a very
2: different animal and this is the one you've got yes yes so tell us all about
5: it well it's an 82 it's red it's got uh, it's real shiny it's how many shiny. cylinders has it got it's got a single one and it's very vibratey it
3: feels good <laughs> is it
1: not well, counterbalanced
5: no oh, okay not at all my mirrors are useless
1: <laughs> so when do, when do, like do you? One certain speed. When Is that a cop
5: you... car or like a small child in a stroller? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they're they're cool bikes. It's it's basically an XL 500 engine. Yes. okay, it's XL 500. It's exactly the same engine, just bolted into a. a, a it's like well, back in nineteen in the early eighties, Honda won the flat track championship at. Uh, Ascot Park mm-hmm. which is a fl- uh, mm-hmm. very famous park where they do flat tracking and Honda won and created the bike for two years 82 and 83 and they uh, did that they as a tribute bike for two years and yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, it was like a tribute. It was right. like, hey, look what this cool thing we did. Buy our crap because it, it wins races. Right. And this thing is uh, the normal Ascot was a higher, wasn't it higher up? Yeah, we. I don't know. There, I was mean, some old, yeah. there was some old Ascot bike that other, you know, another one that had the higher suspension, but this one was lower down, so it was better for the street. And uh, it's lower slung. Has a. It's a know, very handsome bike. And it's it looks good. nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. kind of
2: coffin-shaped gas tank, and it's got that nice flat track styling mm-hmm. and.
1: It looks really good for I've
2: got to tell you, early 80s Hondas, they really nailed the styling. You know, their, their so. designers Classic knew look. what was going down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan. Late 70s
5: and early 80s Hondas, they're very handsome bikes. And this is actually the second 1982 Honda dirt biker type bike right. that I've owned. Right. I've, I also owned a 1982 XR80 when I was a child. So that was <laughs> cool. it. Cool. There you go. But it sounds great. Pissed or run great
2: And the bike is this... Is the same color as your
1: hair. Hey, hey, we got a report. Uh, we what? got a man on the street here. Uh, apparently, <laughs> misfit Matt Harris of uh, 40 Cal Customs won a race <gasps> in Sturgis. No, what was it? Where was it? Not Sturgis. Oh, it was Daytona. Oh, yeah. Daytona. Right on. And uh, nice. this is a board track type kind of event, a uh, big old oval. And it was for vintage machinery, American V-Twins, pre-1925. Wow. So, yeah, and he won second place, and we've got the report now. Uh, here it is.
7: All right, so here we are with our man on the street at uh, Daytona Bike Week, uh, Matt Harris, with 40 Cal Customs. So, Matt, is it all Harleys and bikinis or what? What's, the, what's it like out there?
8: Oh man, this is a pretty good, uh, pretty good bike week this week. Uh, the weather was a little bit chilly at the first of the week, so I think everyone kind of waited till toward the end to to come into town. But uh, man, uh, yesterday and today, there's uh, there's a ton of people here. Uh, all the streets are packed with nothing but motorcycles. Traffic's terrible, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's taking off really well.
7: So you've been there most of the week. Uh, what what events are you participating in out there?
8: Uh, we just finished up the, the Sons of Speed race, Billy Lane's Sons of Speed race out here in New Smyrna Speedway. Um, actually, on my way back right now, uh, the race just wrapped up. It was uh, all for pre-1925 1,000cc motorcycles. Very cool.
7: Yeah, pretty amazing. So, for the people that aren't familiar with Sons of Speed, uh, you know, these are vintage bikes, uh, like like Matt said, pre-1925, uh, vintage 1,000cc American V-Twin bikes. And it kind of harkens back, Matt, right to the old uh, board track racing back earlier in the century, right?
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, All the bikes were set up in board tracker fashion, which means they all have an engine with no gearbox, no brakes, and no clutch. Um, so... It's, uh you know, that, that style of racing was outlawed in the mid-1920s. So this is probably the first time anyone's run a race like this in 80-plus in years.
7: Very cool. That is super cool. And for, for our regular listeners, know that we were hanging out with Matt at the One Moto Show in Portland, where not only did he take best in show for his bike, he also raced in the flat track. So, you know, kind of—so for this event, you brought the same engine, was it, that was in the bike at uh, the One Moto?
8: yeah yeah that's right. Uh, the day the bike got back from Portland, I tore the engine out of it and fitted it to uh, another chassis that we had been building uh, for this race. So I only had a couple weeks time to to put that thing together and we never really got to test it. We fired it at the house but but man we we finished the bike late Monday night and uh, drove down here first time I rode it was on the track Thursday.
7: Is that right? Yeah. No kidding. So um, before we get to the racing, uh, talk, talk about because there were some stock things you needed to do with the bike. You know, it had to be excise engine things like that. But what were the uh, the custom things that you were able to do?
8: Uh, well, as far as the engine, it had to be 1,000 cc, and that's pretty much the only rule that they had.
7: <laughs> <It> was- <laughs> All right.
8: You could do whatever you wanted to. So, you know, we, that, that was good for us because we were running a hot little cam that we ran out at Bonneville. Out. Uh, we went to a, a somewhat more modern carburetor. A lot of the guys were running AML carbs. So we uh, were running an AML 28-millimeter uh, carburetor on it. Um, and, and that was it as far as the engine goes from anything different from, from Bonneville. Other than that, we built a chassis, and it doesn't have to be exactly pretty correct to a to a 1920s chassis but at least have the have the, the appropriate look and feel to it you know
7: and the lines on that swipe uh, bike were just sweet it's so simple and clean and it just it looks fast you know if, if you want to see it you can check it out on Instagram or Facebook but super cool looking bike
8: thank you
7: so thank do you know how fast you're able to get it going this time
8: the, the bike ran well. Uh, it's the way we got it tuned right now. It's a little difficult to get it started, but <laughs> man, I, you know it's all push start. There's no kicker. There, there's none of that. So you have to get out on the track and have your buddy push you. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, we we push started. Man, I tell you, that thing was was tough getting started at, at times, but man, it, it really it really ran like a rocket. Right on. So um,
7: you guys were racing out the new Smyrna Speedway. Yeah. So it's a half mile bank track, right?
8: Uh-huh, half mile
7: asphalt oval. So what did it feel like when you rolled out rolled out onto it, you know, did you get some uh, some goosebumps or uh, something like that? How did it feel?
8: Oh, man, it felt great. It was, uh, you know, at first, whenever you go out and, and run on the track, you're going kind of slow and, and you know, you kind of roll on the speed a little more and more. And as you head towards that wall that, that that's the bank turn, you know, you're going into it and you get faster and faster, and then you start to remember, hey, I really don't have any way to slow this thing down. <laughs> you're,
3: <laughs> you're committed. <laughs>
8: you know, so eventually, uh, once we got running, once we got, got, got it geared appropriately, we just changed sprockets to change the gearing and uh, we would uh, we kind of mess with the gearing to use a little more engine, a little more engine braking, but uh, once we made it to uh, the heat races in the main race today, we were running a little better than 70. Oh, wow. Yeah.
7: That's cool. So, um, have you ever raced on a track like that before, is this another new experience for you?
8: Oh, this is a new experience for me for sure. Shoot, man. Just, like I was saying, no one's really run a race like this in 80-plus years. They, they they run some dirt races that are that are similar, but As far as anything like this, this is as close to to board track racing as it it has been in a really long time. Uh, It was an interesting fact. uh, uh, Buzz Cantor of American Iron Magazine was, was talking earlier today, and he said, you know, if you stop and think about it, no one is alive today that was racing or watching board track racing when it was going on. So this is the first time that an entire generation of people have seen anything like this.
7: Oh, that was cool. I can't believe you came in second. That is awesome. <laughs> Dude, when the, the first time you guys Man, raced with... I
8: think I need to go on a diet. I had about 50 pounds on everybody <laughs> on that deck of track. What is it, one horsepower for 10 pounds lost or something like that? Oh, something like that. When you're taking a bike, it's only making about 15 horse. Yeah. Shoot, man, that's a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> Every bit helps.
7: Uh, no more shrimp yeah. and grits for you, man. Um, <laughs> when you when you guys had that first race, was everybody just looking at each other like, holy shit, what are we about to do here?
8: Yeah, it's kind of like to this, you know, we practiced yesterday, and it was like, all right, so kind of got this. And, you know, it was real laid back and loose. And then the first race, it's like, all right, man, we're, we're really fixing to do this, right? This, this is kind of dangerous, isn't it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> whoa, whoa.
7: <laughs> were there any crashes?
8: yeah we're all here now so might as well go ahead and do it
7: did anybody were there any crashes
8: oh it's a, yeah yeah one one uh red rotten the rise of wall of death oh geez he crashed he crashed of all people um and, I, and no one can tell even from the video it's hard to tell either his chain came off and caused him to, to have a flat or his tire came off and knocked his chain off either way he blew both tires off the bike and wow. skidded that sucker through turn three and four on its side. Yikes! And, Good Lord. And uh, broke. Uh, he already had a couple broke ribs, so he, so he went ahead and broke a couple more. Jeez. Yeah, might as well, huh? <laughs> <But, laughs> I tell you what, that joker knocked a hole in the gas tank and bent some rims and everything, but he raced again today.
7: You wow. kidding? Yeah. Good guy. Yeah, now, so. Did they had that uh, indoor flat tracks? Did they have that going too though on the concrete?
8: Yeah, yeah, they had the Hooligan concrete clash or something like that. I think he has a concrete clash. They had that and uh I didn't get to it because we were running practice for Sons of Speed. But I hear it was uh it was an event on in and of itself. It looked nuts. Uh Everybody crashed at some point in time, what I hear.
7: Yeah, it was just looked like a tiny little track, but anyway.
8: Yeah, it was like racing in a living room.
7: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> cool. So
1: are there uh, other races you're going to do? Is this one of, of multiple uh, board track races, or is this a one-off event?
8: Well, actually, Billy was talking today. He's got a racetrack out in Sturgis at uh, the Full Throttle Saloon, and they're going to run on dirt out at Sturgis, and then we'll do it again at Viktoberfest.
7: Rad. Sounds like you're kind of enjoying this.
8: Oh yeah, yeah, and it's you know racing's, racing's speed and it's addictive like like anything you know. <laughs>
7: so, right. So um, so about the racing today. So uh, how how many people were running in a heat and how many heats do they have?
8: Uh, we ended up uh, with about sixteen racers, and then it fluctuated three, four bikes in each heat, uh, just depending on who all could keep their stuff running <laughs> long enough.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so...
8: <laughs> you know but uh then the main had uh we had six bikes in the main
7: cool and how'd you do
8: i fit, i won uh won my heat race cool so right i went, st- went straight to the main i took second place in All the right.
7: in the main you took second yeah congratulations yeah. man that's awesome
8: thank you thank you
7: yeah. well done and the yeah, bike held up a, great and handled was, the way it was, you wanted
8: a, it yeah, it was pretty cool, man. To go and be racing at Daytona and to, to at least get a podium finish was, was a good feeling.
7: Yeah, well, I think just by that that picture I saw you and the bike on Instagram, you deserved a podium finish. It just looks so cool. <laughs> but how fun, <laughs> man. You. That's great. Congratulations. Appreciate it. So, um, you know, back to Bike Week in general, is this the first time you've been to Daytona?
8: Uh, the For first time week. I came was a couple of years ago. Okay. So, uh, no, it's, it's not my first time, but it's it's my first time getting to... I guess, uh, as I would say, be a part of Daytona. Other times I've came and, and gone around and watched racing and went to events and shows and stuff. But this is the first time that I feel like I you know, get to be a part of, of Bike Week.
7: Yeah, that's rad, man. And um, so, what are some of the favorite things you look forward to for Bike Week?
8: Um, Other than this year, of,
7: obviously, the racing. But aside from that,
8: you know, uh, Bike Week uh, is, for one, being cold back home, it's a good escape to get to the beach in the warmer weather for a while. But, uh man, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of great bike shows coming on the 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 billwell bash over at robinson's harley davidson is a is a great event uh this year was the first year that they had uh boogie East, which was, turned out to be a great show. There's a lot of really big shows and big events going on and, and it, it, bike week is turning into to be in something a little more like it used to be it's it's getting to be more about the motorcycle cool and instead of just a scene so yeah it's a really cool event all kinds of bikes here i mean it, it, everything from of course baggers and choppers and that sort of deal but a lot of vintage stuff a lot of a lot of vintage sport bikes, a lot of two-strokers out running around. So it's it's the scene's changing, and it's pretty cool. Everything seems to be going towards the performance sort of side of things. And, and it's not all just necessarily this one look. It's it's a lot of guys doing a lot of really cool things with several different types of bikes.
7: Do you see any bikinis?
8: <laughs> it's, it's too cold for that. <laughs> <laughs>
7: right. Anything surprise you this year? Um... Let's see, anything surprised me this year.
1: Winning a race, that's pretty 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 surprising. Yeah,
8: yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah you know, do, do okay with the race, that was a pretty good surprise. Yeah. especially considering the the steep competition that we that we had there, so um but man, I, you know, like I said, maybe just the the different types of bikes. Because the last couple of years that I've been, it's always just been baggers and baggers and Big Wheel baggers. But this year, there was a lot of racing type bikes on the street. A lot of guys with with uh, you know street trackers, and then like I said, a lot of vintage sport bikes and a, and a, a lot of a lot of two stroke bikes. Man, I don't know where these guys are getting them all at, but I, I've seen a bunch.
1: Yeah. Did you get to ride on the beach, or are you guys still allowed to ride on the beach?
8: Yeah, yeah, you can ride on the beach, and we we took my twenty three down on the beach and fired it. And, nice. Uh, nice, a little bit.
7: That's and cool. And
8: then uh, we, uh, I'm, I'm here with Smoky Mountain Harley Davidson, so you know those guys brought all the scramblers down, and nice, uh, of course, get out acting a fool and yeah. and wiping out and wiping out in the Is sand. Is that right? And everything, so. <laughs> That's awesome.
7: Nobody nobody set up a, a, a little flat track with a couple of coolers out on the beach and you guys start racing?
8: <laughs> and uh, I tell you, if they, if they could set it up where they could race on the beach again, it would be a humongous event. It yeah. would be huge.
7: Well, That's yeah, cool. you know, it seems like hopefully, you know, like you said, as, as it's evolving and this race stuff seems to be coming back, you know, the, the flat track stuff and, and the stuff that you guys are participating in, you know, you never know. It would be cool, though.
8: Yeah, man, I, I think it'd be really great. I think it'd be cool.
7: Nice. Well, okay, so <laughs> Lice is telling me you're now an official misfit because you've come on our show more than three times or three times total. So you're definitely part of the crew. And um, All right. Well,
8: right on. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I,
7: I can't I just feel so so it's just so lucky and so fun to follow everything that you have going on from you know, the custom build stuff to the racing and I mean everything you're doing is just so hardcore motorcycle. Um it I I feel really fortunate just to be able to kind of follow your journey, Matt
8: shoot man i appreciate it they're all just a bunch of old motorcycles yeah Yeah.
7: (laughs) right on man so um hopefully uh the more more cool stuff continues what's uh up next for you
8: well man uh we're gonna go race hooligan flat track uh next week in woodstock georgia you're
1: enjoying yourself way too much right now
8: (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah super hooligan series hits down over there and sometime in the meantime between now and then we're we're going to really start get cranking on this bike that we're building for born free cool so uh we, we really got to put our heads down and focus up on that but i tell you what between now and and then we're gonna we're gonna take a minute and, and chill and, and start heading home today's my son's birthday he's nine today kenny happy kenny birthday 30. kenny happy
7: birthday kenny
8: <laughs> yeah man we're gonna we're getting ready to take them out and eat and, and just, just relax and take it all in for, for one last evening here in Daytona. That's
7: cool. Mm, well deserved. Well, thanks again for uh, checking in with us and it's fascinating to hear about everything. And safe journeys and we look forward to all the excitement to come.
8: Always a pleasure. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for cool. talking to us, right man. Right on, Matt. Thanks. We'll see you. Right, cool, cool. Okay, good. Wow, <laughs> that
0: was awesome. Yeah, that was great. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Man, that's
0: and and these these bikes are are
1: that's amazing. They got these old bikes that they're running. Yeah. Well, apparently this is a custom bike that he built. I mean, the motor is off a twenty-five or something like that, or some some older. But yeah. the frame is made to look that era. You know. Oh, so, okay. yeah.
2: It's wow. a beautiful looking thing. Yeah. But I got news as well. He's not the only misfit that brought home the bacon this weekend. Oh yeah. I just read a Facebook post, literally five minutes before I sat down. Yeah. That Yuri Barragan. Oh yeah. Has placed oh. second and third.
1: No shit. Wow. At Button
2: Willow. Wow. In oh, okay. the expert class. Yeah. Um, cool. So he's he's bringing home some prizes. So awesome well cool. done, Yuri. All right. Yeah. Let gonna
0: get him on the show and talk about that. Ooh. Wow. Fantastic. You know,
1: it'll, be, it'll be a fun time. Excellent. Yeah.
0: All right. So, so um, let's get into our uh, our main topic for tonight. We have a very special guest with us, uh, Stephanie Yu, who is a... Hi. hi. <laughs> Welcome to the garage, Stephanie. Hey. And uh, Stephanie is a, uh, a scooterist, uh, like... Uh, You,
3: You like
0: you,
4: (laughs) you like
3: yourself.
0: One of these strange people that rides these little non motorcycle two wheeled vehicles that people sometimes see around with people wearing flip flops. (laughs) But we don't wear flip flops.
3: Hey,
4: nice moped.
0: (laughs) Right? (laughs) All (laughs) the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but Stephanie does not ride scooters like most people ride scooters along the same lines that I don't ride scooters like most people ride scooters. So I'm very glad to finally have met Stephanie. We've been talking online for a little while, and, and I've heard about her travels, and I'm very th- happy to get her into the garage here to tell us uh, about her adventures and uh, what she's been doing with, uh, with scootering. So, Stephanie, um, tell us, uh, I guess, what, uh, what first attracted you to scooters?
4: Oh, uh, difficult question. Um, (laughs) They look cool. Uh, At least I think they look cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they do look cool. Um, Yeah, um, like classic.
2: Well, here's the question: How long have you been riding,
4: Stephanie? Uh, I started riding in uh, 2010. Um, It's actually the same time I got my driver's license. Really, it's really late on in life. I learned to drive, and I did it just so I could ride. Awesome. um, and so that's wow, that's seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. it kind
1: of flies by doesn't it a bit on two wheels
2: But I think I mean you've got more riding experience in that seven years than a lot of people have got in a lifetime yeah. I think
4: I did I kind of it's like it's kind of compressed and in, in the last three ish years That's great. I put 60,000 miles on my wow. Bike. What was your first bike? Uh, my first bike was actually a genuine Buddy it was okay. a 50 two-stroke, and then I had a motorcycle, 1983 Kawasaki 550 LTD. Nice. Very excited cool. to get that bike. Yeah, <laughs>
1: what happened to that thing?
4: Um, well, I when I packed up and left Rhode Island, I sold my other two bikes. Okay.
1: And you, but, you went the scooter route to do the travels, huh?
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Originally, I thought I might take the Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. Um, for like a hot second, I considered the buddy, mm-hmm. even though it's a 50. <laughs> yeah. People have done
3: it. Yeah.
4: Have done
1: that would it. have been the ultimate <laughs> middle finger, though. Like, I did it on a 50. What's like, your come excuse, on. bitch? Yeah, totally. <laughs>
4: um, and uh, I just, the, the Kawasaki, that, that one in particular, mm-hmm. was just kind of a beefy bike. It yeah, ran yeah. great but uh just like 480 pounds yeah I, like before i even put any gear on it yeah and i knew it's like ah if i drop this i'm just gonna i'm just gonna not ever want to drop this and i'm never gonna take any risks i don't know if i'm gonna have fun on this right so i found the vespa uh and it's a 2009 gts 250 it's the last year they made the 250s before bumping up to 300 okay and uh, i got it uh it's a new new old stock i believe it's a new bike i put the first miles on it in the test ride and then bought it right after that and decided that would be the one it's the one i wanted to ride the most it's the one i like to ride the most so uh, i figured if i'm going to be sitting on this for thousands of miles i'll take the one i like the most yeah yeah
1: cool that's good good way to rationalize it you're gonna be on the bike that you like you know
2: and i gotta tell you it's a great looking machine i have never seen a vespa that color before it is the brightest electric blue it's It's not a metallic is it it's just it's a flat blue but my god it's bright (laughs) it
4: burns your eyes it's a custom blue too it had an accident early in its life that resulted in a paint job. So Oh, okay. So, so that's why I've never blue. seen one. <laughs> yep. Okay. It might be the only one that that's blue.
2: I've is never that seen that? another.
0: Yeah, and it's, that's a gorgeous color. And, right?
4: you know, the
2: dealership I work for, we're a, we're a Vespa dealer. So oh, I see really? all the colors come through. And But that is very, very distinctive. And I got it... Uh, you, Going to Moose
0: as well, yourself. Oh, 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 the
3: so brightest custom, custom yellow! Custom oh my color. God!
8: Yep. I'm not
0: jealous or anything. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, Moose, don't Moose, need acknowledgement, <laughs> right? And Moose, Moose has a, a, G, a Vespa GTV 300, uh, which I actually was doing some work on earlier today. Um, Thank you for that, by the way. Yeah. You're welcome, yeah. My okay. pleasure. And um, the uh, the interesting thing about that bike is that um, it, it was not not that co- not that color yellow originally, but that is a Vespa color that was made one year in 2008 for the GTS. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that it looks fantastic on the GTV. Yeah. Thanks. No, I, I wish Best we'll bring nice, that it's one back. It's a nice yellow. Every you, time,
4: you, every you time both I see the GTS, that's that yellow. Right. Oh, it's like Moose's bike. Yeah, oh, Not a GTV. Yep. But
2: you guys cut quite the quite the dashing figure when you when you both it in.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> <Indeed>. <laughs> it's like we were about guys? to be raided by scooter <laughs> bandits or something. <laughs> 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 right. Hide your shit! They're
3: here! Hide your shit! <laughs> scooter trash and is
0: and there was yeah. Bagel on the Franken-scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed, <laughs> totally. So uh, I wanted to get into a little bit about your, your travels, Stephanie, because you, you were saying about riding thousands of miles on a scooter. And I think most people can't wrap their heads around that concept. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. tell us tell us a little bit about what this journey was. Yeah, What inspired you to uh,
1: start?
4: Um, i think it was a lot of uh reading other people's ride reports mm-hmm. um like a lot of extended overland travel yeah. um it sounded really exciting it sounded like something i wanted to do and um that that's kind of <laughs> you know what that's <laughs> kind of it is like i wanted to ride i wanted to ride as around as reason um, as any you know i wanted to start with the u.s that seemed like a that seemed like a good chunk of land that sure. i'm technically from here i'd yeah. like to get to know it better yeah, yeah i yeah. haven't seen a lot of it yeah very and now cool. I think I might have seen more of it than most Americans. So. Probably,
1: yeah. That's yeah. It's probably very
0: true. Yeah. But it's
4: good. Yeah.
0: So, it's cool. so you started in Providence, Rhode Island, correct? Yes. And when when was that?
4: Uh, May 2014.
0: Wow. And and from there, where did you go?
4: Uh, I went south. Um, I was. I'd originally set up the trip to hit the four extreme points north, south, east, west. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I aimed for Key West. Okay. Um, that would be the first one.
1: That was the first, uh, your like first, the first real point. long trip. Yeah. Or? How many hours was that?
4: I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I. I Deliberately tried to take it slowly. Okay. Um, it was partly. How why many I, miles was it? Do you know? God, I also don't know. Oh, that's fine. oh <laughs> I feel like I'm not, I'm doing a bad job of tracking this. I'm usually like I I I love tracking. <laughs> the, stuff. the problem is I do like pe- GPS tracks.
1: Right. And, the, the issue is but. is we don't really aren't good with geography, so <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go. got Google
4: while. it. But that's a while. That's a while. It's
1: a long way now. I know. I
0: it's know. know. easily a good two thousand miles, I would say, from yeah. from Probably, Rhode yeah. to the west. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, my first my first trip was actually like just to like test out the vespa uh-huh. um and it was still red at the time too it's the yeah. original dragon yeah. red or whatever i took a two-day trip to dc to visit my best friend and cool. then two days back nice and uh it was that trip that i realized like with about four days change of clothing i'm like why am i coming back i could mm-hmm. just do laundry and keep going yeah <laughs> And like i didn't want to come back
0: nice so and so you did that
4: Yeah, in a a sense, it was like I wanted to design a trip that, like, I just don't have to come back. Fantastic. (laughs) Just keep going.
1: I feel like when I do that, I'm running away from creditors. (laughs) (laughs) You
2: you are. But, you know, there's something (laughs) in common, Stephanie, that over the years we've interviewed a lot of long-distance travelers. (laughs) And as part of a feature I do um, called Emma's History Hole, we examine people from the past, some of which are long distance travellers. And the same there's a s- very similar story. They start off doing trips of a certain length and just get entranced by the whole being on the road. Yeah. You know, um, we did an s- interview with Elspeth Beard and she was the oh, first woman yes. to right. woman. And um, Yeah. Elspeth did exactly the same as you. She did um, I totally she explored the whole, <laughs> of it, whole of England mm-hmm. And then she did Europe, and then and the, it was all in preparation for this big round the world trip, and it completely changed her life. And she's she's ridden around the world many times yeah, since I've, then. Yeah, I
4: very much admire her.
2: Yeah, she's she's wonderful, and she did the whole interview sitting up in bed
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> via Skype. We oh, we wow. we had her on the Skype screen. And there's Elspeth sitting up in bed, <laughs> and she's like, oh hey, you know,
4: <laughs> very comfortable.
2: It was great.
3: Yeah, well, Yeah,
4: so. uh, I mean, on that note, originally the trip was going to be maybe four months, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was around month three that, in hitting the corners, I finally got to uh, Key West, Angle Inlet, and then I went west, just past Seattle, I went to Cape Flattery. Um, technically, it's the northwesternmost point. The westernmost one is cape alava i believe but included a five mile hike and i'd hurt my foot Ooh, so i wasn't uh-huh. gonna hike it so i'm like okay cape flattery um and that was about three months in and at that point it became like uh winter's kind of setting in i don't know if i'm gonna go i don't want to hoof it all the way back east yeah so just kind of extended after that wintered in san francisco and then how long were you there got distra- um in the bay area yeah i think all told it was four and a half months maybe okay 5 months. I kind of bounced around between San Jose, Oakland and San Francisco.
1: Did you get like any writing down though? I mean because it's like, you know, Bay Area winters aren't that bad. It's a oh, little wet. Oh, they're lovely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. They're I mean, fantastic. Rhode I mean,
4: Island? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I rode through winter in Rhode Island, too. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I was a crazy person. <laughs> I,
3: yeah, yeah, you I'm know. That's... still
4: a crazy person.
3: I, so, I, I know um, what that's like. Yeah. It's <laughs> like the
4: same thing. Oh, I have, I have so many, like, stupid scooter accessories for r- riding in the cold. The big, you know, like the hippo mitts. <laughs> do, you have a,
1: do you have the scooter skirt? I have
4: the blanket. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, I have yes. the little, like, the apron. <laughs> yes. a <laughs>
3: little yeah. Yeah. Oh,
4: my first like winter riding pants i had like just 20 snowboard pants from ebay yeah yeah they, they work right there. yeah cool.
0: yep. does the trick
4: yeah um yeah so i did get to ride around uh, the bay bay area a bit i rode up you know uh, like mount tam mount yeah. diablo mount Sweet. hamilton all of the mountains excellent would you say um, it's
1: the shittiest traffic laden area in america no no really you, that's you
4: because you guys can lane split it's uh, the okay. only state uh, that uh, I'm just totally like, yeah. Okay, omitting okay. <laughs> lane
1: splitting, would you say the traffic density is pretty shitty in the Bay Area? It's
4: pretty shitty in the South Bay, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, Yeah, but it, there's a lot of other places that are really bad, too, it's
0: like true. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah
4: Atlanta. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say LA. Atlanta's pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, Houston yeah. is pretty oh, yes. bad. And there. then it's in, like, 100 degree heat, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. It, I'm, I'm, I'm
2: going to stick yeah. my neck out here because yeah. you've heard me say many, many times that... I have been a long distance tour bus driver. Yeah. And I think the South Bay.
4: South Bay. Are the most
2: (laughs) aggressive commuters
0: no Yeah. oh, oh yeah no. you gotta really? go to Houston no, I kinda get. Really? I, I kinda to Houston, thought I can, Houston and rush hour yeah Houston's they're, pretty
4: bad I'm, yeah uh, Boston's full of assholes oh yeah Well, no,
3: <laughs> they're, Boston. Actually, they're
4: actually aiming for you there. right yeah.
0: Boston consistently
2: wins awards for the most appalling drivers in the nation <laughs> I've never driven there so I'm just quoting what other people you know but there's I, the, I the, you know they, they've got the always interesting sort of like left turn from the far right lane oh, and, you know, this, it's called a Boston turn or something I am, I am and any of our listeners are from Boston the, I, I apologize I'm
4: Boston just quoting Road what block. I that's what it's called just right?
2: quoting what I heard guys I've never driven in Boston I, I had one I Uber ride I spend a there. lot of time in
5: Boston I had, one Uber ride. I had one Uber ride in Boston the guy got lost and we were oh. in a pool and the lady was like I'm gonna be late for my meeting it was hilarious <laughs> How uh, was it terrifying though? oh ever? the guy was like you know 85 miles an hour across five lanes to make the exit because you had
3: to get
5: get onto the freeway and then 300 yards later exit it was awesome so but um, so tiffany so from
0: the bay area you did take a bit of a side trip uh, yes didn't you
4: yeah yeah i found a way to get to lubeck which is the easternmost point via baja nice like you geographically this makes absolutely no sense actually so I, I took gps tracks of like everywhere that i've ridden since i left rhode island mm-hmm. and all of it is just it looks like a very very lost person like spaghetti no yeah there's no rhyme <laughs> or reason to any of this but it's the long way you know the scenic route yeah it's right? a very scenic route i have no regrets about taking the scenic route <laughs> um,
2: I, I have i have a question for you stephanie yes so where is home for you now? Is, is it San Francisco or is it Rhode Island? I mean, oh, are you going to go home or, eventually? No. Or is it on your bike?
4: It's, it's <laughs> on my bike. I think it, it was around that three four month mark that i realized that like when i set off i had no intentions of returning to rhode island i I packed up all my things sold off as much as i could put it into storage there's like one five by five storage unit Mm. that is currently half full in uh, true nomad (laughs) yeah that's cool and uh so it's hard to say what is home i think it might have been um I I realized that I'm more at home traveling now. I'm more at home on my bike. Um, But you you rode down from the city today, didn't you? Yes, I did. Okay. I'm staying in San Francisco right now. Cool. Just waiting for uh, the north to warm up a bit.
0: And then off again. What a a life! (laughs) And you're off on to your next adventure then. Tell us where where you're going.
4: I am planning to go to Alaska. Yeah. To Alaska. It's the uh, 49th state. I've ridden in forty eight of the other ones, so mm-hmm. Alaska cool. and Hawaii. And now, if I'm going to stick to the U S., it starts to become like territories, and yeah, yeah. now it's getting <laughs> kind of like shipping bikes and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that, that could be a challenge.
0: <laughs> but uh, and so, how how long are you planning to go to Alaska for?
4: Um, I think I have about forty days planned. Okay, that's okay. kind of
1: what's a uh, final sure, destination yeah. in Alaska.
4: Um, eventually, I'd like to get to Haynes just to take the ferry back to Bellingham. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it, it's kind of like my reward at the end. It's like just gonna ride hard. I'm expecting five to six thousand miles, maybe. Okay, um, that's yeah. sort of what I'm planning for, just so I know how to uh, space my service. Um, yeah. and then get to Haynes via, you know, the Kenai Peninsula. Yeah, I think that's how it's. Pronounced. What's what kind of prep work are you doing? Uh, for the bike or for myself? For, yeah, for your bike yourself. Or? Yeah, both of. them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. That work for myself. I'm like, I if if it was warm tomorrow, I'd leave tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like ready to go. Um, for the bike, it's uh, I'll get new tires in Seattle. Yeah. Um, that's kind of. Everything else should be fine for 6,000 miles. A uh, new belt. I'll put in a new belt. Yeah. Uh, I just replaced the clutch. Um, it's just parts I wear out. My suspension has been yeah. shot for many thousand yeah, miles after Baja. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, right. You have uh, no oh, problem, front, right? Front fork <laughs> <laughs> bearings. I did those oh, because geez. they were terrible. Oh, oh, oh yeah. my yeah. goodness. They, <laughs> and they like, creaked cr- and you turned it.
1: Right. And you well. wouldn't have any problem because there are just dealerships up and down the coast, yeah? Or um, is it? Like... There, there,
4: there are enough dealerships so I can get parts and stuff. Okay. Uh, at this point, I do... Uh, almost all the work myself, though. Excellent. It saves money. Uh, yeah, yeah, it also totally. helps. It makes me feel more confident, too, that I, I know what's going on in my bike. Definitely. Uh, it's been a huge learning process, though, because uh, I didn't know anything about it when I left. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 cool. And uh, I've got
2: to say, you know, it was a revelation to me when I actually got involved with Vespers, because, you know, the dealerships I've always worked at before. I've never done scooters. So of course now I find myself at a dealership that we we sell Vespers and it's like, oh God, I gotta work on these things.
3: <laughs> 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 <And> <laughs>
2: shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, for a motorcycle wrench who's done it for as long as I have, it's like oh crap. Stupid scooters. <laughs> Stupid scooters. <laughs> and the respect oh, I've got sense. for them <laughs> having <laughs> gone to um, Vesper HQ down in LA. mm mm-hmm. um, and done the factory training, and actually making my living working on these things—not every day, but when they come in, they are amazingly well built, and they're yeah. capable of some extremely high mileages. Are, are um, they
1: uh, designed well, like uh, with the mechanics in mind too? Like, oh I mean, yeah, they oh right, yeah. so you could they could be worked on pretty easily. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's great. Um, the in fact, I had a
2: GTS two fifty on my wow. bench two weeks ago that done 58,000 miles oh, really? and wow. still ran like new, Yeah, yeah. Oh. which was remarkable. Oh, yes, um, really. But, of course, it's all about the belts and rollers. you got to yeah, keep those yeah. belts and rollers mm-hmm. going. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's very, very nicely designed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, actually, it's a long-distance mount. yeah, they're, they're big, they're roomy, they've got big, wide seats, it's very neutral riding yep. position.
1: So, so the Piaggio... Piaggio engineers don't hate the mechanics that badly. No. no. Okay. Only no. a little bit. Only
0: <laughs> <laughs> certain certain things. Not on the
1: scooters. Not
3: No scooters.
6: The folks over at Aprilia. Right.
3: Oh god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a different story. But I mean, there there are things on the GTS like the water pump is a pain in the ass, yeah. and you know there are certain certain things. But for the most part, the bike is pretty pretty easy to work on. Oh,
1: that's right. Aprilia does want them. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: but you don't, don't you know. don't want to take apart the bottom end on a Vespa engine either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right in the... Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but
2: uh, yeah, as far as maintenance goes, I mean, the the trickiest thing, just as far as routine maintenance goes, I would say is probably the valve clearances, just because yeah. it's tight in there. Yeah. That's important. You know, your hands are a lot better equipped for getting the wrap- valve cover off than mine.
4: I, I still uh, struggle to yeah. get my, yeah, it's just, as it, tight you as know, as I've so got <laughs> these
1: big, Goofy hands. These these trips that you're on, Stephanie, are they by yourself? Are they were solo most of the ways. You ride with people. Um, it's
4: mostly by myself, mostly okay. solo. Cool. Uh, sometimes I'll link up with people, and we'll ride. Like usually, it's like a few days together. Yeah. What's the most difficult
1: thing about <laughs> uh, riding with people that you don't know, or you kind of know? I mean,
4: uh, <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. Just yeah. uh, getting used to, I guess, getting used to how
1: they both, do things. Yeah, or? I guess. Yeah.
4: It's most. It's mostly been pretty easy, pretty natural. That's good. You just fall into a rhythm. Yeah. Um, and usually, like, my bike is the smaller one, so yeah. you just kind of, it's it will require gas more frequently. Right. Um, or stops. Yeah, or just stops. Or also, like, I like to stop. I, I go really slow. <laughs> if I can no, help that's it, fine. I'm like, yeah, every hour I'll take a break. Yeah. Okay.
1: I, I'm an asshole on the road when I'm doing, like, long trips that so people just don't want to ride with me <laughs> because I'm always, get to the spot, boom, 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 you know, so... Ask, ask Mike, he'll, he'll know.
2: So, <laughs> Not so Mike, the I'm going Mike. to ask the tough question, Stephanie, and so forgive me if I word it uh, clumsily. Okay. You're a woman. Mm-hmm. You're small. Ish.
3: Small-ish.
2: <laughs> do you, I mean, do you ever worry for your safety? You're traveling alone. And y- when you rode in on your scooter, you're quite obviously female. Now, Elspeth said that Certainly in the Middle East, she disguised herself. She made mm. herself look as masculine as possible mm. because she didn't want to be seen as this female riding mm. alone. And that kept her safe. Mm. But you 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 rode in, you're very obviously a smaller female riding a scooter. You're on your own in some, I'm not saying necessarily hostile parts of America, but certainly...
4: Um, I I think a lot of America is it's mostly it's okay. It's yeah. not going to be threatening in the same way that it would be in other countries. Right, somewhere, absolutely somewhere else. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's America, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> um at most it's kind of like it's it's some awkward comments, maybe. Right. Um, right,
2: But in all your travels you you you've never felt unsafe on your bike, you thought mm, yeah, maybe I'm gonna go to the next town.
4: Um, sometimes. Yeah. It's one of those, like, if those spidey senses kick in, it's like, it's a matter of, like, before you get into a situation that could be bad. Yeah. Uh, you just, just like, general danger, right? Yeah. You pay attention and say, yeah, "Yeah, that doesn't look so great. Mm -hmm." I think I'll not stop there. Yeah. Or I'll just, you know, stay closer to maybe this group over here. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, not stop I mean, you know, that, and, uh, just be like hey i've got town, two wheels See I mean, yeah. that's a
2: very very important point because you know um our listeners are, are all across the board in terms of experience with bikes and where they're at and what they want to do and a lot of our women listeners thinking hey you know i want to make that road trip across the country and of course hearing somebody like you who's done it and kept herself safe without super superhuman skills it's really an inspiration for them so yeah do it cool Um, i I
4: mean i i don't know sometimes i wonder if i should be more afraid (laughs) it's it seems like it's mostly okay if you're like careful you just pay attention yeah.
0: right yeah. paying attention and, <laughs> and like you said you do use your judgment when you see a situation that seems like it might
1: be potentially unsafe you just yeah. get, get yourself
0: well, out of there no. and... oh, i'm of also... the mind oh sorry good yeah
3: go
1: on well i'm of the mind that like someone who rides two wheels there's a minimum expectation of uh, situational awareness that you have to have in order yeah. to do some like you do you know so
4: yeah I actually feel like having a bike of my own gives me a lot more freedom. Right, oh, it, for really, sure. it really, it really is like, hey, do I not like the situation? I'm going to ride away. Right, mm-hmm. right. right. Um, I so got I another question yeah. for you. Uh,
1: what's the moment that you realized that you were on a road trip? Like, for some people, it's 200, 300 miles. It's like, holy shit, I'm actually doing this. Uh, For you, when was that? Like, the first time you did the trip, or...? I
4: think it was, like, the day that I left Rhode Island. The day that everything was packed on the bike, and I left. It was already, I'm on the trip.
3: Oh, cool. Um, And
4: it had been so much planning, too, because Mm -hmm. I I had to put everything into storage. I'd given up my apartment. Um, It's like
1: where the first domino fell, basically. Uh, Yeah,
4: that was actually... that was That was the last piece. Yeah. Uh, I knew I quite liked my apartment. It had a lovely garage, two bedroom <laughs> just for me. Nice. Uh, yeah, I turned it the oh, second boy. one into a studio. Bullshit. It was great. Um, nice. yeah. So it was my home office. Um, when I gave that up, I knew it's like it's over. It's just a countdown now. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. just it's all just plans that are now going into effect that first day that I hit the road.
0: That's so, cool. So speaking of home offices, you've been essentially traveling on the road for something almost like three years now right yep almost how do you survive i mean how do you make a living doing this i mean what how how what's your secret
4: i wish there was a i wish there was a really (laughs) good answer for this uh i've uh been working as a freelance illustrator for nine years now i can't believe it's like still still scraping by doing this wow. what kind of Ill-
1: illustration digital um, or mis- I, I,
4: digital a lot of digital oh, it's cool. a combination of traditional and digital uh nice. mostly books uh, i do uh children's books picture books chapter books um graphic novels uh Killer. yeah look me up on, my, on amazon buy my books yes yeah, so, no <laughs> cool. seriously like, who,
1: who, who, who who what's the story
4: um uh before i left the picture book that i finished was called such a little mouse it's mm-hmm. uh Oh, my God, I'm going to mix up the author's names now. It's by Alice Shirtle. Okay. Uh, And it's published by Scholastic. Yeah. So that's been out for a couple years now, and I just finished a second book uh, with Scholastic again called Goodnight Bunny. Mm -hmm. So they're both, like, lots of small, cute animals. um, And, alas, nothing about motorcycles or (laughs) anything. Not yet. Not yet.
2: I've got this perfect vision of you sitting, leaning against your scooter in a field with your sketchbook out, <laughs> <laughs> knocking up a sketch, and then sticking it in an envelope, and m- mailing it to Simon & Schuster well, or now, whoever. Well, now with,
4: like, technology, there yeah. have been... I oh, also... Um, I've done some uh, comics for uh, Spongebob. Oh, right.
1: oh, Wait a minute.
4: Yeah, so this is like... this. I... I kind of i ride for a while until i hear back from an editor and then i pick a place usually a city because i need you know lighting reliable lighting wi-fi and like a desk yeah Yeah. um and i'll like post up there and work for a little while yeah and then i just repeat rinse and repeat just keep going and i kind of that was a pattern i had going when i lived in providence it was i already already had that kind of ebb and flow of freelance work so it was kind of a natural thing to take it on the road sure um I, it was kind yeah. of silly to not take advantage of it right. because yeah. i had set it up that way
1: i have a question about this okay has your artwork has it Change the way you do your artwork now that you actually travel. Has it improved your artwork? Has it affected your?
4: <laughs> it made it smaller. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. I don't want to carry all this big artwork. Right. I'm, gonna draw, nice. I'm just can't. gonna draw smaller. Mean, <laughs> this whole
1: time I'm trying to get like weird philosophical questions. You're like, I just make it smaller.
0: Yeah, yeah pretty you much.
4: Wanna, you
3: know, <laughs> you can't great a
1: drafting table in your top case. <laughs>
0: oh
3: man.
4: <laughs> yeah, um, that's cool. But that. I mean, that being said, uh, I I did um I did do a drawing a day for every day no shit. Uh, that i was on the road oh, until awesome. i got to that fourth corner um so on my blog there are over 400 drawings because that's how long it took me wow. before i finally wow. made it back east you're and, living the uh, dream baby <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> riding around <laughs> drawing shit the drawing scene shit, yeah. stuff yeah, that, that yeah. could be a I book do. in and of itself yeah i'm gonna call it Riding around, drawing shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll,
1: I'll, you can talk to
4: my attorney. We'll sign something. It'll be great. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, it's it's it was harder than I thought, though. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, it'll be this will be a it. it was a fairly natural transition to be like I'm freelancing. I'll just freelance from the road. Mm-hmm. But it's so much more tiring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's surprisingly tiring.
1: So wow. where can we look at uh, finding uh, your blog or?
4: Um, I have a blog at. Uh, 250superhero.blogspot.com. Okay. And uh, that's still being updated. Uh, I haven't done the daily drawings since July of last year?
1: Okay. July? So no, two years. That chronicles now. your travels and the, and the artwork that you Yeah.
4: Had. Um So now it's like a lot of uh, photo posts, photo journal stuff. I cool. might go back to daily drawings. We'll see.
2: <laughs> now, were, were you born and raised in Rhode Island, or is just no, somewhere you no. ended up?
4: It's somewhere I ended up. I ended up living there seven years, but uh, I was born in New Jersey and grew up in Atlanta, Beijing, Hong Kong. Wow. And then went to school in New York. So I, I, I kind of tr- had, had the travel bug.
3: Already. I was going <laughs> to say, you, you were nomad. kind of a
2: gypsy from day one, <laughs> were <here>, you? Look a gypsy. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That is extremely cool. But yeah, I think I figured
0: out why
4: you're um,
0: <laughs> you've got the traveling bug.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: and uh, and you've also done. Uh, you mentioned you did. You've done some other work too while you've been in San Francisco, right?
4: Oh yeah, uh, I picked up. Uh, I picked up a job at Scuderia. It's oh uh, Scud, yeah. Yeah. So now I'm at the uh, KTM Vespa dealer. Cool. <laughs> Just until I leave for Alaska. Yeah. cool. Nice. It's been really cool working with the guys in the shop.
1: So what's the hardest thing uh, you had to experience on the road? Just being on the road all the time.
4: Uh, I think uh, I didn't expect uh, travel fatigue to be such a serious thing I guess such a real thing right oh, yeah. I mean
1: like in what sense this is like actual physically tired or just being burnt out mentally or uh, all just- of the
4: above yeah it, it is kind of like um, it, you're constantly outside your comfort zone mm-hmm. so uh, it just it drains you it mm-hmm. drains you really quickly sure. um, if you go on vacation and stuff you can kind of cram it a lot of travel and a lot of different things in a very short amount of time. And then you go home and then you kind of like recuperate. You've got your routine, all that stuff. Uh, I don't get that going back place. I don't get to rest. Yeah. So um, it's part of why I, tra- I want to travel so slowly. I want to just be careful about, you know, endurance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, just because I also want to really... Be able to enjoy what I, like, what I'm seeing, people I'm meeting. I, I want to be able to immerse myself in that. Yeah. And it just takes time. What What do they say? Stop and smell the
2: roses yes, as you like go. Yeah, yeah,
4: for yeah. sure. What's uh What's the uh, most memorable
1: uh sight that you saw? Oh jeez. Or moments. Say top three.
4: Top three. That's still really.
1: It's still very <laughs> uh, difficult. It's still
4: very difficult. <laughs> okay. Well, let's
1: let's just say. Uh, what's your favorite thing about being on the road?
4: uh meeting people actually yeah yeah okay. it's actually people make uh people make the place sure people make memories mm-hmm. and uh it's meeting people but um,
1: then like you get tired of it right then you go like sometimes uh, yeah. yeah
4: this is actually kind of a great thing about riding solo right is just, it's just like <laughs> when i'm tired of it i just go back to my tent yeah <laughs>
1: yeah right wow it's like
0: are you, are you camping a lot of the time when you're on the road? I do camp, yeah. Wow.
4: Um, that was actually a huge new thing for me, uh-huh. I was uh, learning how to camp. Wow. Um, do you have uh, a giant knife? No. <laughs>
1: we know some people
4: who can make your really <laughs>
1: cool leather knife <laughs>
4: uh, I'll I'll strap it across my back. Yeah, or something, you, you know. Yeah.
1: Everybody needs a big knife,
4: I think. Uh, I'll just use it for cutting fruit, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> It'll be like on the back of my pelican case. Yeah, yeah, like totally. So
2: So here's the scenario. So you're on the road um it's summertime so let's suggest it gets dark at like eight o'clock 8 30. Mm-hmm. what time do you generally say okay i'm gonna gonna look for a town to finish up in or do you plan ahead you say this town is x far away this is where i want to be for the night and then do you look for somewhere specific to camp or is it just kind of a side the road kind of uh,
4: deal i usually i i'm really like researching and planning and making routes and everything so generally I'll look maybe a week or two ahead Mm -hmm. and like kind of eyeball, if I'm aiming for maybe 200, 250 miles which is a very, very manageable short day, um, but enough to cover distance. Um, I'll just kind of see what's in that range like I'll look probably on Google Maps or like asking people oh look there's a town, maybe there's something there Um, and we'll look up a couple places in advance. Um, okay. Usually, I'll stay there. Maybe I won't.
2: And then, are you are you looking for campsites or just
4: campsites, uh, hostels, right. um, Airbnbs sometimes. Uh, okay. Airbnb is actually a surprising, a surprisingly good way to uh, just have a space to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're like on the bike, everything is so exposed, uh, which is what makes it wonderful. It makes it great to interact with people and your environment. Right. But it's also very tiring. And uh, sometimes if you like, I couch surf too. Right. um, It's a great way to meet people. But if you've spent all day on the bike meeting people, sometimes you just want to like crawl into either your tent. But if it's urban, maybe you can't find a camping Mm -hmm. spot. So, Airbnb. I've called it, like, urban camping. Uh, someti- well, because sometimes you can rent out um, unfurnished rooms. No so, shit. you're basically, you're indoors, and you have, like, <laughs> r- plumbing and stuff, and yeah. heating, cooling, whatever. But you just roll out your sleeping mat, and, like, your sleeping bag, that's and pretty. that's it.
2: <laughs> yeah, knock. do you remember those two cats, Will and Max, who were uh, doing the uh, travel down to Baja? Oh, yeah, yeah, On yeah, the yeah, adventure yeah. bikes. Uh-huh. Because, you know, they showed up um these two guys guys—they were from canada they were from Canadian land <laughs> and they were riding all the way down the coast to uh baja and they showed up um did the podcast and they said like, oh well you know where's the camping nearby i say oh come on guys um come back to Emma's house and so they crashed at my place and i think will will got the bed in the <laughs> spare room and then max got the couch <laughs> And um, they were up doing their laundry at two <laughs> o'clock in the morning,
3: <laughs> and taking a hot <laughs> shower, and all the shit you
2: do in houses. Yeah, and, you know, no, it's, like, it's really. Yeah, it was great because you know it, it had rained a lot, yeah. and they were just beat from the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah. And just That's taking crazy. that little break <laughs> halfway, mm-hmm. um, and then the sun came out for them.
1: Because Makes you really appreciate it, doesn't it? Oh, my oh, nice goodness, Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so nice.
4: Like, oh, I'm sleeping in a real bed. This right. is
1: great. <laughs> wow. uh, Cool. Okay. And uh,
0: and so, and also, another thing I meant to ask is, how, how many miles does your bike have now?
4: Um, it is just about, just shy of 61,000
0: miles. Wow. And
3: so,
2: that. what have you done to it aside? We know you've put belts in. Mm-hmm. We know you've put rollers in. We know you've put tires. So we know mm-hmm. your front end shot.
4: Oh, it's it's good now. (laughs) It's good now. (laughs) It's so much better now. What have you done to the engine? The engine is. I haven't touched it. How often do you change the oil? Um, maybe two thousand miles now. Okay. I I check it pretty frequently. And you're using a good quality oil, I'm sure. I'm using what I can find. (laughs) Wow. So uh, sometimes it's like yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's like I just go to Walmart because that's what's there. Right. And you get two of those two bottles of um, Shell Rotella or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's nicer oil, sure. But if not, then I'll just keep an eye on it, and uh, maybe change it a little earlier.
7: <laughs> wow. And that's
4: it. It's, it really feels like uh, I'm. Sometimes I'm changing my oil every three states. It's really yeah. kind of ridiculous.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's keeping your engine alive. And yeah. so, how's it running right now? I mean, it's it, it's running
4: well. You know. I don't want to jinx it. Right. but it seems like it's running well 61,000 miles yeah. that's quite something yeah the things that I've replaced have all been just like wear and tear um, mm-hmm. suspension clutch variator I'll put in the new variator with my next belt change in Seattle um hmm. Yeah, uh, rollers. Uh, I have a handful of new rollers. They'll go into. I don't know. I could just. I could list it all. I have actually. Uh, speaking of like taking notes, I have like <laughs> notes for every single thing I've done on this bike. I have like every belt nice. change, wow. every rear tire. For, that's um, good.
1: That's good in, Actually, have a yes. log. I that's have a log how I started it, it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a lot better than
0: I've done. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Well, this one I've also owned this bike like from. Mile zero. Yeah, yeah, is That's really cool. all my bike. Sweet. Yeah, so you know
1: what you did to fuck it up because you know what you did. Like, yeah, like, that.
3: That. Yeah. hey I yeah. did that. <laughs> right, I've right
1: been there, baby.
2: And you know, it, it it the whole thing. You can do stuff like that with the tires because if yep. you stick with the same brand of tire, yes. you know that your tire is going to last three thousand miles. Exactly. Yes. We've already yeah. established. Say you're a planner, right? Mm-hmm. So you can like, where am I going to be in three thousand miles?
4: Exactly. And
2: mm-hmm. where am I going to get that tire?
4: Pretty much, yeah, and that's also why I'm getting new tires in Seattle. (laughs)
0: Yeah, another another question I I had is: uh, Have have you stuck with all stock parts on the on the bike, or have you used any aftermarket or performance parts at all? All stock good call it's just
4: yeah um, if I, if you want reliability I, that's the easiest way to go maybe <laughs> um, except, for the except for the paint except okay. for the paint so did you oh, have I a, guess it's, it it's performance paint <laughs> 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 yeah I did go with the performance paint yeah. Yeah. did you have a the little crash colors. on it Yes. Okay.
2: Would you like to tell uh, us? About yeah. Because okay. We like hearing about crashes. Right.
4: Oh, it was a times boring crash. Have you crash. dumped it or dropped it or, Yes. You know, ah. Did you hurt yourself? Or, um. It's it's been down on the left side, right side, all like low speed. It's oh my goodness. I think uh, uh, outside Lake Atasca. Mostly bonehead um, type stuff,
3: right? Yes. Nothing. Mostly
4: bonehead type yeah. stuff. Um. Lake Atasca is sad because i uh thought i had a b go up my sleeve Ooh. and so like i pulled nice. huh. yeah pulled over onto the shoulder and was like shaking out my left arm like this did not realize that shoulder was sloped <laughs> yeah oh. so the whole bike started to go and i was like oh, there no. it goes oh. going with it did you it end hit up in the guardrail or? no just oh. um, it hit the guardrail and sheared off my right mirror and broke my wind Windscreen into, mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, well, that's embarrassing. Also, there's no bee.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was a spider, right? Uh, there's the creepiest the creepiest. I don't now. know
4: what was. It was like a the button for my liner was poking my hand. It was embarrassing. Thankfully, no one was there, but now everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, there's nothing I could do. There's nothing really there. It's also not really that bad. If, it's yeah. it's kind of like I, held it back together with tape. If for I a can try and
2: describe to people who've never ridden a scooter, in my opinion, the difference between scooters and motorbikes. On a motorcycle, you're granted a certain amount of leeway as far as control goes. You can take one hand off the handlebar. If you're brave, you can take two hands off the handlebar. You can move your butt around on the seat. You can lift your feet off the pegs. And it's a pretty stable platform. On a scooter, you have to have both hands on the bars sitting in the proper place at all times because if you don't it will throw you off
4: um, no. I was going to say so my other bonehead oh she's calling out your voice my other bonehead thing I dropped the bike in New Orleans the first time through and it was like just like a stupid like really rough road right. painted surface potholes like I, it was raining slowed way down Um, Like, maybe five miles an hour. Just pointed it straight and was like, I can't avoid this patch. I've got cars on both sides. And, like, bam, bam, front washed out. Landed on my foot and um, sprained my ankle. Possible fracture. I don't really know. But what it meant was after that, I kept riding um, and had to find a way to keep my leg elevated. You can totally prop your leg <laughs> on the leg shield and have it pointing straight forward as you ride down the road. Oh, and if God. you can do it with one leg, you can do it with both legs. Well, hey. So yeah. you can like just like highway cruiser peg I've seen style it ride on the with yeah. both feet up
0: and like oh, a bo- like a bobsledder. <laughs> nice. Oh
2: that's fine. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, no, the, and the re-
4: then you and then you like, it. you know, hold it open with your right hand and throw a peace sign with your left. <laughs> <laughs> see the
2: reason I mention it. Um, the workshop manager at uh, place, he got himself um, a Vespa GTS 300 mm-hmm. very, very cheaply because it came in as a trade-in. It's black. And the woman who owned it dropped it on the right side. So, of course, you know, the right... Mm. sides mangled and you know it's a monocoque construction mm. yeah so that anytime you get any damage big black monocoque yeah mm-hmm. big black
3: monocoque <laughs> i no, knew you'd that- be excited by that <laughs> knock. i'm just
2: saying i'm just you know um, being accurate true. you know anytime you get any damage on those sides of a, a vesper it's off down the body shop you go yeah, and yeah. you're a if, it's be- n- if it's not totaled out right yeah. If it's and f- frequently they are because you know yeah. a lot of guys who own body shops are murderous swine and <laughs> they will <laughs> dream you for every penny you've got um, and I think this thing um, the woman just no no I don't want to repair this bike so um, service manager got it very cheap and he said you know I think the head bearings might be a little loose on this <laughs> do you want to take it out for rides I said, yeah okay <laughs> so I take this thing out and I get it up to about 50 miles an hour And I think this feels really stable And I lift one hand off the handlebar to see what's happening And they went into an instant tam- oh. tank oh slapping oh. just scared the living crap out of me <laughs> yeah. um, And I remembered that if you go into a tank slapper you never touch the front brake, never touch from. Even though every fibre in your body wants you to grab that yeah, front brake, really. you have to accelerate through yes, it. So I did, I and it. it got worse.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. Surprise, oh. motherfucker! Oh. A lot
2: of poo came out. Oh. But anyway, okay. I got it back, and it was like the most terrifying thing. Oh, and wow. um, this this bike had only got a thousand miles on it, and so I cranked the head bearings down as far as uh, as much as I dare, and put a heavier. Uh-huh. Grease in, and it seemed to cure it, and it was a lot more stable. Oh, that's um, good, yeah, yeah. yeah, but my God, it was wobbly. Yeah. yeah, but his had got a screen and a top case. And we ex- oh, we suspect bit, yeah. the top
0: case was the culprit. Uh, well, there. that could be part of it. Is it a big windscreen? No, not really. Okay, well, d- did he have the big bar ends on the handlebars? Yes, really. Mm. And yeah, even with that. Mm. The, the, the yeah,
2: even case? with that. But the head uh, bearings were loose. I think it yeah, was. Yeah, that was definitely true. And it. you know, it looked like I have to tell you, it looked like somebody at the Vespa factory, rather than grease the bearings. They'd put the tiniest amount of grease on the <laughs> back of a spoon and flicked it
3: across <laughs> the workshop
0: and just kind it of... Was, it was a Friday, Luigi yeah.
3: was a <laughs> Friday. <laughs> yeah! yeah.
0: <laughs> We just
1: said, thank you. you You
3: got it. What's on on the one? production line?
1: There goes our Italian listeners. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it was going to semi said I, Italian listeners. No. So I got this really uh, goopy, uh, this nice goopy blue grease. <laughs> just slap that in there. Oh, that's wow. going to slow them down a bit. So now, you know, st- turning the handlebars is a bit like sort of stirring porridge.
3: <laughs> now, it's a lot right. better.
4: So, Stephanie,
1: uh, where can we find your adventures again?
4: two uh, fifty superheroblogspotcom com.
1: Cool. Excellent. You are
4: a
2: superhero, Steph. Yeah.
3: That was this that is was just, that was a man.
4: That was a play on. That was a joke. Yeah, but you like, know it, it 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 starts that way. You you've <laughs> yeah right. You
2: have got some bottle, my dear. It You're fries. riding a scooter. Is that a, a Britishism? A, yeah, no, it <laughs> is a Britishism. <laughs> <I'm> taking, <laughs> i Haven't heard that one. No, you got some bottle. Got some got some
4: bottle.
1: Yeah, mm, cool. you got some bottle. I'm gonna start saying I don't even know what it means, baby. I'm just gonna start saying it means it means you got bulls, baby. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> but it's more polite. when way of saying you've got big fat testicles you know you've got some <laughs> bottle
1: um but, you know to I mean, ride a scooter why does gender have to get into this? We, don't, we don't have to talk about we're gender.
0: talking about bottles not
1: we're talking about bottles bring gender yeah. in? into this. No, yeah.
2: we're talking about bottle <laughs> no um riding a scooter solo around the country <laughs> well you know just riding anything solo around the country
1: i mean it it takes guts Hey, yeah. Yeah. hey, we got an email. This is in response to a cat's we got diatribe about one email. bikes and shit. Well, we got one. We got a whole bunch, but I got time for one. Ooh, we got time for we two. A couple. Well, only if you got if you got one. Yeah, we're no. You, you just hand at? them over, everyone's, knock. Everyone's They're pointing.
2: sitting on top of the mixing board. Oh, yes. Shit. Oh.
1: Okay. Well, I'm gonna read mine first. While you pass those out. Okay. <laughs> this one is from Michael. <clears throat> hey, Fitz Not me. Not not this Michael, some other Michael from the Ethernet. Uh, hey, Misfits, Fitz, uh, agree with the thoughts expressed in the last show about lending and borrowing rides. I personally bounced between too much lending and getting burned, to not lending anything some, to not lending anything to something in between Sorry, take that from the top man I agree with the advice that you shouldn't lend something that you can't lose Uh, one addendum to the riding of others machines (laughs) I think that those of us in the motorcycle service industry tend to readily ride everything offered as we need to ride the customer's machine as part of work Uh, I think this desensitizes us to it Emma he references that you must you know this is a thing that you got to do as well, being in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what have
2: I got to do, darling? I wasn't paying attention.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to ride people's bikes for you know. That's part of your work. Yeah. No, I do. Yeah, that's part of the deal. And
2: you know, it's funny. I, um, I went through something of of, of a paradigm shift about a couple of weeks ago. I had a DR yeah. six fifty yeah. on my bench, and I did a service on it and um, the o-rings were... There was a bad o-ring on one of the valve clearances and basically it left the workshop and leaked oil on the exhaust pipe and scared the living crap out of the owner. And I was mortified because when a bike leaves my hands, I want it to be fine. Sure. And up to that point, my test ride was like a mile long, a couple of miles long. And I thought, you know what? I'm not doing the customer the best service by doing such shorter test rides, so now my test ride is five miles that's that's good. That's a good check. And um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Are you rowing through the gears and all that? Oh, I give it the beans, honey. Yeah, okay. No, cool. I get them out on the freeway and I give them the beans. And if if it stays together nicely, I
6: think Liza's back. Do it, I hear a stupid you?
1: No, they, it, they took a car. It oh. should be noted. I mean, it's on, our, on a rig, so.
6: It should be noted, and this is no way uh, an accusation, but Laguna sake is like, three miles from the shop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want to test the lean angle uh, of the machine. Okay. You can totally do that there.
2: got to adjust the chickens Knock, yeah. why don't you ask me if I've ever taken a customer's bike around Laguna Seca? Have you
1: ever taken a customer's bike around Laguna Seca? Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did, Did they know about it? They
3: know no.
6: About it? <laughs> <laughs> it was, was it mine? R-
3: it no,
2: it was not r- r-
1: r- one
6: r- <laughs> Oh, my oh, God.
1: Man. The email continues. Legally in PA motorcycles uh inspectors must take the bike inspection for a test ride as part of the process oh man pa yeah yeah philly uh sorry pennsylvania right and uh and he's he's just become accustomed to without even thinking about it um so yeah
5: yeah yeah
2: true that question
5: evan what do you got right this one says the subject is hey Hey Hey.
3: Hi Hey fellow misfits
5: I'm a new listener to the podcast And I can't get enough of it The first episode I listened to Was the Elspeth Beard interview And I was hooked Nice Especially when she was talking about Training on the Salisbury Plains Which is only 45 minutes from where I live And ride there often Oh wow I'm a mechanic by trade, so I can just pop in my headphones, when spannering, and listen when span. Oh yeah, .co.uk. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and listen to your back catalogue all day. My current bikes in my stable are a Mark One Triumph Street Triple. Very nice. Aha, nice. uh-huh, uh, two thousand Honda CB five hundred. Nice. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh well, just wait. It gets better. <laughs> Suzuki DRZ four hundred E. A hey, uh, Brad Zimmerman. Let, yes. let me uh, let me borrow your carburetor, right quick. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and a Yamaha Thunder Turd Thundercat. Oh yeah. <laughs> Those things are great bikes. Yeah, yeah, Thundercats are great bikes. He says project bikes are seventy nine Yamaha XS six hundred and fifty, Kawa GPZ four hundred R, GPX six hundred, and a Triumph. 3T Jesus Ram.
1: Christ, how many
2: bikes has this bloke
5: got? Big old thing. Uh, there's a lot more here. I could just cont- paraphrase it. All right. Yeah. He says he uh, struggles to find time to work on his bikes. I know Emma loves the Bandits, but I have to disagree and say that one of the best bikes you can get is the CB five hundred.
3: Rubbish. <laughs> 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 we'll settle this.
5: We'll settle this in the octagon yeah no and 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 he says that he's him and his friend bought it he got one that was real old and shitty uh uh they all rode from oh and he got them roadworthy and rode them from england to romania and back in two weeks wow uh they covered five thousand miles bikes all made it there with three crashes and rough roads uh it was an amazing trip
1: okay you're reading all the emails from now on okay yeah he's (laughs) (laughs) got a very good email i would love to i'm barely literate so what else we
0: got here? Cool. Uh, well, I have one here. Um, this is from uh, Jake. Hello, Jake. And Hi. He says, I'm with Kat. He says... What? Let me explain. People love
3: cats. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>. They love Emma and they
0: love cat. Meow. He says, Jake again from the snowy Adirondack Mountain." Oh,
2: yeah, Jake. Oh, I had a, a, a... How do you say that properly? Adirondack. <remembered revennych> yeah, I had a chair. I yes. had a yes. from that, that same you. neck of the woods and I, I bought it from Home Depot
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it
2: said it was from that neck of the woods
1: okay <laughs> excellent that was a, a cool excellent story, story.
3: <laughs> yeah I just had a <laughs> <laughs> so Jake says tell tell that one people like again. their
1: cucumbers
0: pickled <laughs> <laughs> Jake says wanted to add to your backlog of emails but I've already had my 15 minutes on the podcast similar to Cat, the only bikes I ride are ones I've already bought and insured most because anyone I know who rides is on a 10000 dollar plus chrome noise maker
3: <laughs> oh, man. As, as
0: far as motorcyclist image is concerned people will only remember the negative encounters they have with motorcyclists true that true, we motorcyclists are the, on, are the only ones who watch videos who watch the videos of motorcycle accidents caused by idiot drivers. The general public sees the stories about motorcycle gangs bullying innocent motorists. Yeah. I'm I'm fine. Hooligans. I'm fine being invisible as opposed to a target. I try to only hoon electric bikes. I only try to hoon while I'm alone on the road. I don't need anyone remembering me for anything other than being a nice guy. Electric bikes may be making an appearance in MotoGP. Don't know if you've already recovered this, but it could be something to talk about for a future podcast. Yeah, we'll probably talk about that. I would love to hear that. more about that. We'll get uh, Kev from MotoGP to talk about that. Yeah. And uh, Jake says, keep up the great work. Been listening since Thanks, episode Jake. 18, and I still look forward to every week's adventures.
1: Cool. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, Jake. you know, it's that's another thing. You, you always just remember the bad shit right. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, if I was riding around throwing out $100 bills, maybe they remember me for like a minute so that the fucking bike. <laughs> <would> be- <laughs> you got to go Highway 17, man. There's a guy on a motorcycle throwing out $100 bills. And they're like, oh, he's causing traffic accidents. That's not cool. Would you like me to read an email, <laughs> oh, Bagel? Right, right sure. before you do, I forgot
5: to say that oh. mine was from John. So thanks, okay. John. Okay. Oh, hey, John.
0: Oh, thanks, John. Uh,
2: right. What we got here? Um, hello and greetings from Texas, y'all. Howdy. Hey. Howdy. Hey. Okay. And this is from Howdy. Dave King. Texas Dave. Mr. Dave. Um, I'm a, I am a long-time listener. I wrote the hipster hate email. I don't remember that one. And I must say... So it's gr- many of those. It's great to hear Lucas back in the garage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's not here tonight. No, I don't he's know why. not. Oh, well. Um, also, I very much enjoyed the addition of Emma and Tales from Her Holes. You see?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see? She's got this thing called the Emma Emma's History Hole. History hole. Which is oh. where
2: we picked up Elspeth Beard. Anyway. Um, <laughs> since my CB360 has been undergoing a rebuild um and you
6: can see it on instagram at super dave yeah. so wait you've S-A-U-P-A. got a uh, you've got a cb360 build on instagram and you're talking shit about hipsters Oh, yeah.
5: oh.
6: <laughs> i'm telling grab you grab another
5: craft brew <laughs>
2: i recently purchased a brand new 2014 honda nc 700x that is a very interesting bike and i will tell you why it's a cool bike I it's think. a cool bike and that bike was actually designed by the automotive department yep. of Honda,
1: yep, and not really? the motorcycle mm-hmm. department.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. And it was kind of a break with tradition. It's, it's you a know, half it's, of
1: a fit engine, isn't it? Yeah, right? exactly.
2: Yeah. Huh. Um, it's my first real bike, and, I, and I've been very much enjoying the braking. When explaining the bike to my friends and family unfamiliar with motorcycles, I say it's a Honda fitter motorcycles. <laughs> yeah okay I'll yeah. buy into that Wow, boring <laughs> you say, I know, but fun for me exclamation point. That, that's what matters. um anyway, what kind of car do you ride? And <laughs> I see where he's getting with this. So how would you describe your bike because not everybody's familiar with bikes, sure. Um, mm. So what the automotive equivalent? In exactly, it's I like that. No, um we, uh, we've had, we've had uh, this discussion is, that'd be before. fascinating. What hmm. is Emma's Bandit? What kind of car is Pumpkin Liza's Duke? And would a BMW still be a BMW? Wow, it's so many uh, fun for the whole hmm. garage. Well, I shall. I'm, I'm going to tell you all. My Bandit
0: would be a Jensen Interceptor. Ooh. Darling, yes. <laughs> wow. you have to have a moustache <laughs> while riding it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think, my, I think my Vespa GTS would be would probably be the. Uh, the, the Honda, or not the Honda, uh, the Fiat Abarth, probably? Yeah, you think oh. so. I think so. Okay,
2: okay, I'll buy that. <laughs> the hot
0: version. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> sporty.
1: Liza Su- No turbo, by the way. Really.
2: Super Duke. Oh, gosh, that's an
5: interesting one. Mm. That would be an interesting one. Yeah. That oh, would that'd be? be some sort of a sports car, though, right? But a low. It, what's the uh, CCs on it? A 990. Like, oh, yeah. shit. 990. Nine, it's
1: 999.999. Something like that. <laughs> Nine, so it's. it's I, point, Austrian displacements. Yes, it's,
3: it's, I feel like all the so, super
6: motors are just Subarus, right?
3: Like, yeah. Like, no, no, well, no, they, they have the, green, they have the, the VAPES and built in. The
1: BRGs, they're but all just know, like WRXs. That that just, exactly. That it, would be the it, closest. It's funny. It.
2: I was having actually a very sim- similar conversation wi- with my service manager this week.
1: Yeah.
2: and I had a Kawasaki on my bench. And I think... Uh, I can't remember even what it was. It was a... See, 636. Oh. Yeah. It a a six, new one? Yeah, brand new 636. Okay, cool. And you know, I said, you know, Kawasaki's, they're the Datsun of the motorcycle. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. no, like my
3: God.
1: Like you go back to <laughs>
2: Datsun's. It. Datsun's were fast, yeah. cheap, great value for money. Yeah. They were kind of brash,
1: they are know, a little brash. and a little
5: underpowered. So you know,
1: you know were they underpowered? Nah, uh, yeah, you know, no that but, but a six three six is pretty fucking well, powered, so when yeah, you talk yeah. about the
5: Ninja two fifty, that's your M X five Miata. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know That's not
6: Kawi- a horrible comparison. <laughs>
2: Kawas-
5: Kawasaki's the kind of brash, the fast,
3: uh, you know. Yeah. The good value for money. They look good.
1: They look great. This has always been my issue with comparing bikes to cars. It's like not your average car, even like a sports car. The production sports, we right. can go to zero to 60 in like three and a half seconds. No, so, it's, 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 not, it's, it's not a like,
2: one-to-one comparison. It's right. just, and remember, we're yeah. a biking podcast, so all bikes, yeah. all mopeds, all scooters, there's that certain special something right. with them. And some cars have it. But not all cars have got it.
1: The, the worst one for me is like, oh, yeah, Ducatis are like the Ferraris and motorcycles. Mm. No. <laughs> no. Because what's the Come purpose on. of them? I don't you know, know what Ferraris. I mean? Like, right. Ferraris
0: don't make that kind of racket, though.
1: No, they don't. <laughs> they. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more reliable too. At, at least, saying. at least
0: one that's running properly. And, right,
1: you know, exactly. and,
2: and will a Ferrari turn into a smouldering ruin by the side of the road? Okay,
0: well,
5: <laughs> sure. <Yeah. laughs> that so is. faster anyway, huh? so, so,
2: than you would think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so zero right, to
5: flames and nothing planned. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so we're going to finish the email. Congrats to Mike and Mary in their new edition. Yeah, oh. yeah, baby Freya. Oh, Mike's oh,
1: trying baby. to weaponize that baby's
2: poops. Right? Somehow. Oh no. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, new 2014, he finishes. The local Dallas Honda dealer bought a lot of crated new motorcycles and sold them as new with a warranty, cool. zero miles. He got the last NC700. And, you Whaler. know, a lot of dealers do this with their inventory. Um, You've got some stuff that doesn't sell, and the NC700 was a good example. It was a great bike, yeah. did not sell. Yeah. So you can buy brand spanky new 2014 NC700s right now at a super price. It's a brand new bike. It'll get you down the road, especially if you've got a dealer who'll sell one with a warranty. you got it made in the shade.
1: Yeah. A little more about that NC700 is it's a supremely capable bike. Uh, If you want to do suspension work to it, it'll be even more capable. I've ridden with folks who've rail the shit out of that thing and and don't let the 700 cc or whatever displacement fool you or the the very linear and kind of like pedestrian power delivery fool you you could rail the fuck out of that
2: thing. oh absolutely but we've been down this subject before when manufacturers build a bike to a budget they always go for the suspension Suspension, always um and i guess i'd rather them do the suspension than Cheap out on the brakes. So, yeah, uh, there you go. We got one more, one time, uh, more time for one more email. Um, um, yeah. We, I guess we have. Do you want to have one more? Do we have one more? Oh, maybe we don't. <laughs> well, we got some long ones. I tell you what, Michael. Yeah, you best email
1: voice on and
2: read that one.
1: Hey, Liza, we didn't even plan for this part,
2: motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's up with that?
0: <laughs> you can plan that the seat of my pants.
1: Yeah.
6: <laughs> okay, so this is
0: from. Uh, it like be Mark Adams. Yeah.
6: During the last episode, hey, you mentioned that you and Emma would start buying bikes to flip. We're the, the flippers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Though I can tell you how I got the 2006 car as a parts donor for my R66 TAT trip. Hang on. Just hold the press. I hold am the holding. press.
2: That Mark who read that email is sitting next to you right now.
6: Oh, hey, Mark.
0: Mark. <laughs> so, it out, Mark, why don't you read your email? No, your, <laughs> voice, your voice is much better than mine. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So, yeah, but, finish. but this is going to be a first. The, right? the, the, the writer will be able to respond to your answer in real time. <laughs> right. This is a first. There is an
6: online site Copart.com that right? handles all the auctions for salvage insurance vehicles. Yeah. That's good stuff right there. That's good yeah. knowledge. Of course, it'll be uh, emptied out by the end of this podcast. Right. Yeah, thanks, thanks for that, by the way. Yeah. I'm glad I
0: got mine already. Yeah, let's right. delay the release of uh, this podcast exactly. by a couple hours. And...
6: <laughs> uh, they are all over the U.S. with many physical sites in California. Sweet. Wow. Uh, I signed up on a lark and stumbled upon an upcoming auction for the perfect bike. Then the learning began. Apparently in California, you need to have a certain license to buy these vehicles. Bikes being a different license than cars and trucks. But you can use an online broker instead. If you aren't planning on doing very many, I was only intending on doing uh, the one bike. So this was the route I took. There are fees attached to this, so if you are doing this as a business, it makes sense for you to get a license. The broker I use is located in Portland, but it was really just a matter of their online site being very easy and professional to use. The other thing that I learned along the way was that the auction start time is not for your individual vehicle, Mm. but for the row that your bike is stored in. Mm -hmm. And they will move down the row one at a time until reaching yours. This was easy to track on the bidding site. The broker I used was... AutoBidMaster.com. They do require a deposit, and the website and the amount of the final bid needs to be paid with an electronic money transfer, which is easy enough through uh, from my banks, from my bank's website. Sorry. Since you are probably looking at older bikes, you will probably find quite a few. Several of the bikes in the row I was bidding on weren't even being bid on, so you could get those bikes for cheaper than cheap. There's a wide range of conditions, but the one I purchased had a broken headlight and cover, or broken headlight cover and missing. Schnabel. What he said. Schnobber. Schnobble. It's okay.
0: a BMW baby. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Schnobble.
6: Schnobble. I'm just coming for something Really sad for a second (laughs) But other than that Everything seems to be in good working order uh, For the age and mileage uh, Which was around 27,000 Judging by the tires It was a commuter who didn't even turn Uh, (laughs) Flat center, rear With all the little mold nipples on the sides Hope this helps you (laughs) Feel free to ask any questions I plan on swinging uh, by the garage on Sunday In a few weeks And I'm just going to say this again Well he said this week Schnobble no, um, right. um, Schnabel,
2: and I can confirm that is a great-looking bike. It appears in great condition. I signed it.
6: That's the bike you bought?
0: Uh, no, that's actually the original one. That's a 2007. Okay, the, uh, I totally parted out the other one, and now it's in my friend's patio. So I'm the friend that will not leave. <laughs> yeah. uh, nice. Schnabel rich, and he will FedEx it to me on my trip if I have any issues.
5: Oh, cool, that's sweet.
2: Good. Fantastic. Well, you know, thanks for the heads up, Mark. I yeah. really appreciate that cuz yeah we need we, we we need money darling to make up Chikistan trip. so we we're going to be turning oh, some lights. that is Done. happening yeah, yeah. and we we're
1: getting uh, some, a few emails about that too We'll getting more inquiry about Yeah we'll trip, we'll so. get to some more emails
2: it's next sure. week cuz uh, time is getting on isn't it It yes. is
8: it's
1: time to do some planning Yep absolutely
8: All Yeah right. tra la um,
1: Any other announcements anyone want to make or any scooter step bagel or Uh, nothing coming up in the immediate
0: future. Okay, yeah, uh. uh, A reminder that we are going to be at
2: the old days later on this year. The old days? Yes. What's the old days? No, the, 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 the barber
1: oh yes oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean that's vintage. coming up down in the oh, future you but mean, uh, uh vintage days vintage yeah. days yeah, yeah, yeah. Vintage no. days.
2: so we're actually um you're gonna go yeah damn right i'm gonna go it's fucking rad <laughs> we are actually gonna be doing a live podcast what? from
0: yeah that's from so vintage cool.
2: days the door is. is opening it's uh, it. oh. oh my god back from stockton hello She's got Stockton all over.
6: I (laughs) could smell
1: it when she walked
6: in.
3: (laughs) Is this what it's like in the peanut gallery? It is. 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 is.
1: (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, uh, uh, another announcement. uh, I believe we have the Sheet Iron 300 coming up, and I know uh, Jim oh, yeah. and Liza have already uh, registered, or at least got a hotel room up there, and so we're going to go up. And Are you sharing a that. hotel room with Jim, Liza? <laughs> so, yeah, Yeah, I'm going to be... Uh,
3: it works out, I snore, he farts. <laughs> oh,
1: <dang. laughs> and I'm going to be in there, I'm going to be like the third guy in the sleep train, it'll be
3: great.
2: I've, ju- I've just got this vision of Liza and Jim spooning, <laughs> and
6: Naka's not-
1: the sandwich no. filling.
6: Oh, come on. Oh, no. No.
1: I've had (laughs) I I don't need a waking nightmare in it (laughs) This is
6: you know, why I don't come to these
1: I know
2: <laughs> I, I was spooning with Jonathan today I bet you were Yes too. I was I bet he you fucking were I
1: was
6: jealous
2: Yeah I <laughs> know you were jealous We were underneath the BMW changing the oil <laughs> I almost joined you
1: So anything else right. are, we, are we good? No I think, I think It's time it. to go home isn't Yeah, it? yeah um, Let's wrap it up We've kept these people here Yeah last, we, so. we, we've
2: wasted Our <laughs> listeners
0: <laughs> Listening yeah. enjoyment For the last Hour and a half yes, Exactly But I do I do want to thank everyone for uh, for listening to yet another episode yes. and especially thank our patreon subscribers for helping support the podcast and the garage it is very much appreciated
1: yes
3: and i would especially like to thank emma bagel and knock for stepping up and running everything today while i was gone i appreciate Oh, uh, we were oh, shitting
1: okay. bricks earlier baby a little bit oh, yeah man. hello bricks um
0: <laughs> we got it sorted though but
2: yeah. yeah we uh we had a kick-ass day at the garage yeah we Productive. Had a great
6: podcast. It's been a good day. If anyone asks I wasn't here.
1: Yeah. I'd <laughs> <laughs> like right. to uh, thank our guests Stephanie, Mustafa yes. and Mark, for coming out and hanging out and yeah. ch- chewing up the biggest
2: Yeah, yeah thanks.
3: You guys. Yeah. It's um great to be here. um Thank and you for having. Me. Thanks yes, for being yeah.
1: a badass chick,
0: Stephanie. Yeah, totally. Word. Yes. Yeah. and, and thank safe you for sharing us your trip. Yeah, and safe travels, and please keep in touch and let us know how things go. <laughs> and uh, nice maybe guy, huh? next next time you're in town, maybe we'll have you back on again. Take photos
1: of bears. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're talking
4: distance, about actual from a bears. distance. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. So I think that's it for tonight. Uh, I'm Bagel.
4: This is Knock. So long, the That is Mark bye. <laughs> Emma Darling. Uh, Stephanie.
5: Moose. Evan. Jeremy.
1: And... In the Peter gallery, it's Liza! Yay! Yay! And we
4: out! Cool,
1: cool! cool. cool.